Welcome back to Regional Roundup. My name is Bing Kimpo. It's been several months now since vaccines were the subject of discussions. Back then, I remember several players had raised their hands to the call of producing them here in the country. I was writing for another show back then and I was able to interview Giovanni Alingog, founder and CEO of one of those companies, Glovax Biotech. Well, Glovax was in the news lately following its participation in the ASEAN Vaccine Development and Manufacturing Research Project Technical Regional Consultative Workshop. On Regional Roundup this episode, we're in a conversation with Giovanni Aligo once again to talk about producing vaccines here in the Philippines. The Philippines, 17 regions and 81 provinces spread across 7,641 islands, each one a home to people, places, and potential. The Philippines, a member of ASEAN, the Association of Southeast Asian Nations, and Bimpiaga, the Brunei Darussalam, Indonesia, Malaysia, Philippines, East ASEAN Growth Area. There's definitely more to the Philippines than just the national capital region. Find out more about what the rest of the regions that comprise our archipelago and the regional groupings that our country is part of have to offer to us and to the world on Regional Roundup. Regional Roundup with Bing Kimpo. A closer look at the regions in and around us. A wider perspective of our islands and our part of the world. Late last November, Glovax was invited to the Vaccine Development and Manufacturing Research Project Technical Regional Consultative Workshop of the Association of Southeast Asian Nations, or ASEAN. Now, what was that workshop all about? So, the workshop is about uh, participating in the regional context of uh, vaccine supply and uh, self-reliance. Every country in uh, ASEAN should be able to provide uh, their uh, citizens with the complete vaccines, not only for COVID, but also for uh, other vaccines, such as the children's vaccines and the adult vaccines. Which vaccines are we specifically talking about here? So for adult, we have influenza, pneumonia, meningococcal, uh, tetanus, polio vaccines. And for children, we have the 5-in-1, the DTP, uh, hepatitis B, and uh, HIV, influenza. And uh, also my polio and tuberculosis vaccine then for children, tsaka yung mga MMR, measles, mumps, rubella. And what was the context surrounding the participation of your company, Glovax, in that ASEAN gathering? Uh, we were invited because we are the only private company with the uh, memorandum of understanding to pursue a vaccine plan project in the Philippines. Speaking of vaccine plants, I understand that a number of our neighbors in ASEAN actually already have those in place and that in fact they're producing vaccines there right now. According to the ASEAN Vaccine Baseline Survey, the vaccine-producing countries in the region are Indonesia, Malaysia, Singapore, Thailand, and Vietnam. Their capacity is that they're able to export already uh, to other countries. So imagine that and tayo. Uh, but at least it's a start and uh, we hope that we would be able to catch up. Now, your company does have a standing proposal to produce vaccines here in the Philippines. Tell us a bit about that proposal. So, Glovax started in 2003 distributing uh, all kinds of vaccines from BCG, which is the tuberculosis vaccine, um, influenza, meningococcemia, 
and all the other uh, children's vaccines such as the pentavalent vaccine, um, polio vaccine, and the uh, MMR vaccine, so the measles, mumps, and rubella. So from then on, we experienced that uh, vaccine supply coming from um, international suppliers are sporadic or intermittent at best. No? Uh, hindi tayo laging nasusuplayan. Dahil minsan, ang government nagpapabids. Walang makapagbid because wala naman nag-stock uh, na foreign countries for our own sake. So vaccines are not always available. And to top it off, it's also expensive because we are uh, importing it. So that's when we uh, noticed that it's a problem if we don't have a vaccine plant to really have a sustainable uh, supply. And it happened again in 2009, which is the first time na nagkaroon tayo ng uh, vaccination against pandemic. Anong uh, meron yung AH1N1, uh, swine flu pandemic. We were, again, one of the last countries to receive this vaccine. As early as uh, 2012, we brought in uh, scientists, those who are in the know of uh, vaccine manufacturing and vaccine industry. We, we brought them in the country and look at uh, existing uh, facilities that our government are saying that they have. And from then on, these scientists were able to study that, you know, we needed new uh, vaccine plant because the equipment that we have are modular and are already obsolete. So, and by looking at the market itself, uh, at the time, we are about 100 million people. So they said that such a large population country should have a vaccine plant of their own. So that strengthened our desire and our uh, resolve to uh, continue this collaboration with these uh, scientists no, coming from Korea and the US. Uh, they were brought by uh, LG Chemical, one of the big conglomerate in South Korea, to study our market. And they became our tech transfer partner. So that's why in 2012, um, talagang na namin na present ng uh, unsolicited uh, public-private partnership sa government na magkaroon na tayo ng talagang uh, atin na vaccine plan. So the government can be able to do it, but they cannot do it alone in such a way that they needed transfer partner. And the private entities naman like Glovax wouldn't be able to do it alone even if we have the tech transfer partner because it's the government who has the demand. So both uh, entities, that's why it should be a public-private partnership. Okay, so you've got a standing proposal that leverages the strengths of vaccine technology transfer partners. Please tell us a bit about these partners. Right now, uh, we have at least four tech transfer partner already who is willing to put up these uh, vaccine plant, the formulation plant, uh, and even the animal testing, clinical trial, and uh, research and development part of it, and ha having a pilot plant. So they're just waiting for the go signal of uh, the government. And with the new administration, uh, that go signal will come from the investment of the national development uh, company. So once we have that this year, uh, we are ready to groundbreak by January and start construction. Could you be more specific and name these partners of yours? Uh, I already have mentioned LG Chem of Korea and there's the U-Biologics of Korea as well, which we have 
signed already with the DTI, BOI, and the NDC. Uh, the two others we cannot name yet because uh, their assurance of participation is uh, hinges on the participation of the government as well. Because we don't want to be in a chicken and egg situation. So these types of projects, this long-term legacy project, should be initiated by the government with the support of the private entity like us. Because we still are in a pandemic, much of the discussions regarding vaccine self-reliance and vaccine production relate to those needed to fight COVID. To be clear though, the plants of Glovax for this vaccine plant cover the other vaccines that we need as well, right? So this covers the uh, other vaccines that are necessary to us, not only COVID. Because remember, we, all, we already have the uh, tech transfer agreement since 2012. So that's what we first achieved before uh, talking to the government and saying that we needed the vaccine plant. Because at that time, we were already ready with a tech transfer partner for the uh, existing vaccines that the DOH procures annually. So there's, there was no COVID yet before. And so now, uh, with that, the technology and the other partners that are uh, willing to provide uh, partnership with us will also include new vaccines that are not yet developed, the COVID vaccine, which we are already doing the local clinical trial, and for all other children's vaccine that we needed annually. On the subject of COVID, I remember from our last conversation months back that Glovax was working with South Korea's U-Biologics on doing clinical trials here in the Philippines for its COVID vaccine, Eucorvac. How's that coming along? As you know, clinical trial requires uh, at least 20,000 to 40,000 individuals for testing. And it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of uh, resources to do that. In fact, U-Biologics already have invested 40 million US dollars. And instead of doing that in India or in Africa or in China or even in any other country, because we have a very good uh, partnership with them that we are going to put up a vaccine plant here locally, that they decided to invest these 40 million US dollars in the Philippines for the clinical trial. And uh, they're already in stage three and uh, hopefully it will be uh, done very soon so that we would be uh, able to produce that locally as well because we tested it locally. The clinical trial was started uh, this early April and it should be done by April in 2023. So it's about a year of uh, clinical trial. Wow, $40 million for a clinical trial. That's a pretty serious investment. What's the upside for these partners of yours? Why choose the Philippines? They were thinking of investing in Indonesia, Vietnam, and Thailand. So, but when they go there, there's already competition because there's already four vaccine plants. And if they come to the Philippines and partner with us, there is no competition. We will be the first vaccine plant. So that's one upside for them. Um, second, we are the second largest population in ASEAN next to Indonesia. So uh, our market is growing. We have about, as reported in the ASEAN workshop, about 3 million births each year. And that's the biggest in, you know, in, in Asia. So, uh, so that's a very good market. And uh, then the third one is we are a growing economy. So as compared to Malaysia and other countries, the Philippines annual procurement for vaccine is only 8 billion. 
with 110 million population. As compared to Malaysia, we only have 30 million people. They have 60 billion pesos uh, equivalent uh, to pesos uh, vaccine procurement annually. So that's about, what, uh, five times more uh, for a smaller population. So with that kind of growth, so that's one of the upside that uh, hopefully happened in the Philippines when we increase our uh, procurement project for preventive uh, vaccines. So I guess the question then is this, where is Glovax right now vis-a-vis -vis your proposal for a vaccine plant? We have put everything that is needed, the land, the tech partner, the, tech partner, the seed money, our own investment. So we just need to really start it with you know, the assurance that the government will allow such legacy project. Uh, we are very happy and proud na ang ating new administration under uh, BBM ay uh, patuloy na gumagawa ng mga legacy projects na long-term project na katulad ng uh, vaccine plant na kailangan-kailangan talaga. Kaya uh, ito na po siguro ang uh, simula ng ating pagiging uh, self-reliant at hindi tayo umaasa sa mga uh, foreign manufacturers na padalaan tayo ng vaccine kung kailan lang sila mayroong sobrang stocks. So yan po yung ating uh, sinusolusyonan dito sa uh, pagkakaroon ng uh, mass production uh, vaccine plant. Okay, let's be optimistic and say that you get this vaccine plant project finally off the ground. Tell us a bit more about the project. What will the milestones or phases be and what will each milestone or phase achieve for the Philippines? The fully integrated vaccine plant, which we always have been proposing, have at least four components. Uh, so the last part of it is the fill and finish uh, component, which is the easiest to do. And that's also what we are trying to do on a first step, because we cannot do uh, everything in one go, because it requires time, and more specifically, it requires 7.5 billion. So the fully integrated uh, vaccine plant will cost 7.5 billion pesos. And so our first step is to invest 2 billion pesos for the fill and finish plant, but without stopping from there. Because a lot of uh, idea is that it's, we should stop from there. And our idea is different from that because uh, fill and finish does not really bring any technology transfer. It's just transferring from bulk uh, container to the smaller container, which is the files. What we are proposing is a fully integrated vaccine plant wherein there is a formulation and production of the antigen. And then there's this uh, animal uh, testing and clinical trial setup. There's also this research and development and pilot plant wherein uh, whatever we can invent uh, as a private entity and together with the new virology institute, whatever they can invent, they can produce that in our own uh, pilot plant and in our own uh, mass production vaccine plant. So it will benefit uh, the entire country, other participants in, this, in the industry as well, including the government uh, agencies. So it's a holistic approach. So we are not uh, focusing on just the easy side, which is the fill and finish. The uh, first phase is to start construction as early as uh, January next year, uh, be able to finish construction of the fill and finish in one year. 
and in two years time by year 2025 we should be able to start uh, producing on the fill and finish plants meaning we should be able to come up with our own pentavalent vaccine uh, influenza vaccine pneumococcal vaccine and tuberculosis vaccine in that fill and finish plant lahat ng naimbento ng bakuna yun ang pinakamas malinaw uh, lahat ng naimbentong uh, bakuna na binibili ng Pilipinas ay pwede na nating i-fill and finish by year 2025 and after that moving forward uh, dapat maka-invento na rin tayo ng sarili natin either through us or through the Virology Institute so kung ano man yung ba bagong bakuna na yan na pwede nating i-mass produce sa planta natin so ang example niyan is uh, pwede tayo mag-invento ng chikungunya uh, leptospirosis vaccine or even malaria vaccine kasi yan yung mga diseases na talamak sa ASEAN kaya nga tayo meron ASEAN na uh, grouping for uh, vaccine self-reliance. So, yung existing vaccine na pinoproduce natin through bulk field, eh pwede nating i-produce yung antigen nun eh, na nagmula na sa raw materials galing sa atin. So, ang difference nung formulation and production is that as a fully vaccine, uh, fully integrated vaccine plant, is that uh, we can formulate na our own uh, individual aspects of the vaccine from raw materials. So, hindi na tayo bumibili ngayon ng bulto at isasalin lang. Uh, within the next five years, so that is actually three years from the time na nag-fill uh, and finish tayo, dapat tayo ay nakapag-formulate na rin ng existing vaccines. So, ano yung existing vaccines? For example, yung tinatawag nga na 5-in-1 vaccine. Dapat magawa na natin yan, hindi lang bulk finish. Dapat magawa na natin yan na na-formulate and produce natin from locally sourced materials. So yun ang diferensya nun uh, moving forward. So which is mas mahirap, kaya it will take another five years. So yun ay uh, nasisiguro ko na magagawa natin within the next five to seven years na makapag-produce ng local existing vaccines. So, yun namang sarili nating invention. Uh, maraming variables yan, nakadepende yan sa, of course, sa ating capacity, kagalingan na mag-research and uh, development. Uh, meron namang mga ibang bakuna na may hirap talagang gawain umaabot ng 15 years bago ma-invento. Meron naman ibang bakuna na madaling na invento katulad ng COVID, one year lang na invento kaagad. So depende yan sa anong klaseng disease ang gusto nating tirahin na i-produce locally kaagad. Uh, tulad nga nung nasabi ko kanina, uh, yan ba ay yung mga diseases na walang ibang nag-aaral dahil tayo lang ay bilang Asyano or bilang Pilipino dahil tayo lang ang naapektuhan yan. So may mga ganong uh, diseases. Nabanggit mo kanina ang Virology Institute of the Philippines which the government has just created. Anong magiging interaction o relasyon ng GLOVAX with the Virology Institute of the Philippines? Ang isang public uh, agency na katulad ng uh, Virology Institute ay complementary siya sa isang private company na mass production naman ang intention. So that's what is Glovax intended to do. Uh, we are doing the mass production, especially starting with existing vaccines. So the Virology Institute, sila naman yung nag-aaral ng mga bakuna na pwede nilang gawain na in the future pwedeng i-commercialize. So, kumbaga, uh, tayo ang pwedeng maging producer nila 
tayo ang pwedeng maging marketing nila, mag-export and mag-commercialize. So yun po ang uh, complementary effort na ginagawa natin. Hindi po tayo nagko-compete sa kanila uh, sapagkat yung research and development nila ay funded po ng uh, government para sa mga diseases na nakikita ng government na importanteng uh, i-produce locally. Sa amin naman, yung research and development na ginagawa namin is for purposes of being able to mass produce vaccines. So magkaiba po yun. So sila nag i ng bago, kami nagpo-produce ng existing na. So kung ano man yung may invento nila, maimamarket natin, maiko-commercialize natin, maie-export pa natin in the future. Going back now to the ASEAN vaccine workshop which you attended last November, one of the items on the agenda was the ASEAN Vaccine Security and Self-Reliance Program. Pagkikwento naman sa amin kung anong programa ito. Yan po yung uh, holistic approach na gustong mangyari ng uh, ASEAN uh, Security and uh, Self-Reliance Project. Now that we have our own vaccine plan, hindi lang po tayo nanonood sa kanila na ngayon tayo ay magiging active participant na pwede na rin tayong mag-export sa kanila. So that's why ang agreement po doon is kailangan ma-manage yung volume ng mass production which is kulang pa ngayon. And ano yung mga expertise ng bawat isa. So wala po kasi namang talagang isang country na nakakapag-produce ng lahat ng bakuna available sa mundo. So yan po ay paghahati-hatian. And ang kagandahan po niyan ay napakalaking market, 680 million people ang ASEAN. So kaya na isip nila at mas mararapat na gawin daw ay magkaroon ng coordination. So para bawat isang country ay nakakapag-export without actually competing so much with each other. May competition pa rin, pero ang kagandahan ay nag-uusap na kunyari ang Pilipinas, for example, magaling sa pag-produce ng influenza, edi tayo ang mag-export niya. Ngayon naman, uh, kung ang Indonesia ay magaling sa pag-produce ng uh, tuberculosis uh, vaccine or tetanus vaccine, edi sila naman ang mag-export noon, paikot-ikot sa ASEAN. So, complementary at the same time yung ASEAN uh, security and self-reliance project. You make a very strong case for a vaccine plant and for self-reliance as a way to address vaccine security. Yung tanong, kaya ba itong patakbuhin ng mga Pilipino? Nagulat nga ako. Nung ako ay nagpunta sa vaccine plant sa Thailand, ang mga nagtatrabaho po doon ay mga Pilipino. So, <clears throat> sapagkat wala po tayong local vaccine plant. So, <clears throat> sa galing natin ito, kulalat man tayo ngayon, naniniwala po ako na makakahabol tayo at yan po yung isa sa mga magiging uh, ipagmamayabang natin sa nalalapit na mga taon na nakahabol tayo ng mabilis. Any party thoughts before we bring this interview to a close? Prevention should be the first in mind, not cure. And if we are able to uh, fast track and do this uh, vaccine plan, preventive healthcare will be spearheaded and it will benefit a lot of Filipino by uh, saving costs and also saving lives. And it's also beneficial to the government because on the uh, ASEAN vaccine workshop, the World Bank and the International Finance Corporation made a study that uh, for every peso investment, uh, in the vaccine plant, there's a equivalent 36 pesos benefit to the costs of the government in terms of universal health care. We cannot even quantify the value of a life saved, you know, from preventing uh, diseases and killing these people. So, so there's very good um, research that vaccination and prevention 
uh, is really the uh, way to go for the universal healthcare to be more cost effective. And that was a regional roundup conversation with Giovanni Alingog, founder and CEO of Glovax Biotech. Personally, one of the saddest phrases that's come out of this pandemic has been vaccine nationalism. The World Economic Forum politely describes vaccine nationalism as countries prioritizing their own vaccine needs. Al Jazeera was a bit more blunt, saying, and I quote, vaccine nationalism occurs when governments sign agreements with pharmaceutical manufacturers to supply their own population with vaccines ahead of them becoming available for other countries. In short, inuuna ng mga bansang may kaya at may kakayahang gumawa ng bakuna na sila ang mauna sa mga supply. Halbawa ng mga tulad natin ay naghihintay na lang muna sa mga tira-tira. You may remember that other countries got their vaccine shots way ahead of others. Definitely way ahead of ours. But hey, I guess that's the way the world works. Which is why I am eagerly awaiting developments towards vaccine self-reliance. Actually, self-reliance, period. As COVID has shown, when push comes to shove, governments around the world tend to think of country first. Of course. Another reason to anticipate a vaccine plant of our own is this. I'd like to see more Filipinos thinking up, making, manufacturing more things, and selling more of what we produce to other countries. Because, and I share Mr. Alingog's optimism and confidence in the Filipino here, we can. This has been Bing. See you next episode of the Regional Roundup.